Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversations about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a new and happier and healthier you. Now, here's your host, Randy Boyd. Greetings and welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously, where we're going to continue our conversation about emotional boundaries, emotional boundaries. Kathy, you want to kind of do a recap from last week? Yeah, so this whole month of December um, is going to be around boundaries. Uh, The holidays, sometimes it's difficult with family members and such. Um, Our workplaces get a little tense with all the pressures of the holidays, so we want to make sure that we cover this entire month on boundaries. And so we're going to continue with part two of emotional boundaries. But a couple things that we talked about last month is what are some of those emotional boundaries? Last week, not last month. Oh, I forgot. We're in a new month. Last (laughs) week, um, we talked about emotional boundaries. And so some of the emotional boundaries that we talked about was voicing your likes and dislikes. Sometimes that's difficult to do. and, And if we've lost our voice along the way, we have to learn how to to do that and communication is key to setting those boundaries. Um, Another one we talked about was delegating tasks and freeing yourself of misplaced guilt. Um, You know, I learned that when I am able to delegate something out, I feel so much better about myself. And so that boundary is is really a helpful boundary for me um, when I learned once I learned how to do that. And then the final we talked final one we talked about with it, which is so so key is building self worth. Um, a lot of times the homes we've grown up in, we were never taught what boundaries look like. And so it becomes very uncomfortable. Um, and we don't know that we don't know how to value ourselves enough to be able to set that boundary. So we talked about building our self-worth. And then we're going to continue today um, on a few more boundary setting uh, things that we can do emotionally to set those boundaries for us. What, what are boundaries? What, are what boundaries? emotional boundaries? What emotional boundaries? Yeah, yeah. the boundaries that <laughs> protect ourselves. Because remember, yeah. a boundary, that's one thing we didn't really talk on, is a boundary is not for the other person. No. The boundary is for yourself. Absolutely. And yeah. so yeah. Um, emotionally, if we can strengthen our emotional boundaries and know what our needs are, our relationships will change. The dynamics of them will change drastically. drastically. So what do you have for us this week? Well, first of all, it's a process, what we're, what we're talking yeah, about. That's good. This doesn't happen overnight because we have to remember how long have we been trapped. I'll say, use the word trapped in this way of Stuck, living, yeah. uh, way of living, way of thinking, you know. Um, so it doesn't cha- it doesn't happen overnight. There's, you got to walk through a lot of pain, to be honest with mm-hmm. you, to, to make these changes. To do some uncomfortable things. Uncomfortable things. Until they become comfortable. Exactly. But yeah. it's, it's very worth it. So some examples of emotional boundaries, negotiations, and dialogue. Okay. Again, some of this stuff is coming from uh, the psychologist, Kranti um, Moman. I hope I didn't assassinate his name too much. <laughs> Talk. And again... Healthy communication is the key to any successful relationship. I, um, and boundary setting. And, and, ba- and boundary setting. I, I heard somebody on another life coach on Facebook saying that, no, communication has nothing to do with healthy relationships. Well, it does because 
the communication part, right? Our communication is uh, stems from everything that happened from to us from all of our lives. Yeah. So we have to be able to get to the root of a lot of different things. That's okay? good. Um, but communicate to uh, talk, right? Talk. Communicate with your partner about all that is hurting you or turning you into someone. You're not. Mm, I can relate to that. Yeah, and I mean, I did that to Kathy. I, I met Kathy. She was like, I, I just got, I mean, she was absolutely gorgeous when I met her. Her body, you know, she's still got a good body for a 60-year-old woman. That's hey, a, now. I'm telling you. <laughs> and that's, that's had two kids, right? But, you know, when I met her, she had that gorgeous beach body. Of course, she was only 21, so there was a big difference, right? I mean, I was, I, was, I, I was actually in good condition, too, back yeah, then. Yeah, you were. Well, you yeah. still are. You yeah. still are. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, and, and, and there was a spirit about her that I really liked. That's why I went out with her. That's why we dated. That's why I asked her to marry me. But somewhere along the line, I started trying to turn her into something she wasn't. Mm. And that's not healthy on my part or right. for her. And it, like you said, it, it pushed her away from me. And yeah. I didn't realize I was doing it. Um. Don't be afraid to express yourself if there is something that you don't like. If you don't like, don't put up with it. Mm. Have a healthy conversation with your partner, with your boss, with your with your children, with your grandfather, with your father, with your mother, whoever it is. Have a healthy conversation with them. Say, yeah. I love you very much, but this really bothers me, and I'm going to ask that you stop doing that to me. And I just want to say that sounds super, super easy. You yeah. just you know lay it all out there. I know from my own experiences, and I want to make sure that I let our audience know that is not always easy um, because so much of our lives, first of all, who set us, who gave us the examples of what setting right. boundaries looks like? Exactly. And then somewhere along the line, we lose our voice. Not, yeah. a, you know, not all of it, but a good part of it. And so being able to have the confidence that is necessary, and I talked about the self-worth last week, that we have to build that self-worth by being in an environment of community, a community of healthy people, having yes. a life coach, having mentors in our life that are going to lift us up and build us up because being able to communicate something you don't like can be frightening, but it's possible. And like I said last week, the more we practice it, the more we become comfortable in that. Yeah. We, I mean, one of the things we have to do is we have to learn to speak up for ourselves. Yeah. Nobody else is going to do it. Right. I mean, I found out the hard way in a lot of in a lot of different things when I put my trust in, in people, right? That I think they're trustworthy, and I find out they're not. So yeah. then I have. So then the hard part is when I speak up for myself, people look at me like, "Whoa, where's this coming from?" Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm speaking the truth right now. And if you don't like hearing the truth, I guess you're going to be upset, and that's where you're going to start casting the blame back on me. Right. We have to stand firm. Right, that it's not us. We're setting a boundary. We've been walked on. Yeah. Right. We've been talked to poorly. Whatever it is, and we have to stand up for that. Yeah, that's good. Nobody else is going. Emotional boundaries in dating are all about negotiation. Negotiation. If I say I want to set a boundary with Kathy, she's going, "Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Where's this coming from?" Right, so it, there is room for compromise and negotiation and everything in our in our marriage life. It's not one way or the other. It's not black or it's not white. Right. Okay, 
It's let's figure this out. What's the compromise? How can we compromise here? And I think to get there, you have to be willing to listen. And yes. I think that's that's where if you've been hurt in the past and nobody's valued you and nobody's listened to you, you have to. I had to learn to be willing to listen to Randy. I didn't always like the things that he wanted to share with me or negotiate with me, but I had to be willing to listen. And the more I became willing, the more I thought, hmm, you know what? I can consider that. I will take a look at that. I don't ever, I don't think I ever said, oh, thanks for sharing that with me. Thanks for telling me that I raised my voice in an ugly way, whatever that looks like. But as time has gone on and as, as I've gotten healthier, my willingness to listen to him mm-hmm. has been better as well. And, and we have to remember that communication. Listening is the key. Mm-hmm. And we're listening not to answer the person. Oftentimes we're listening. We listen, we listen to a sentence or two and then it's, okay, I got the answer for them. Right. Put all that away. You're listening to hear what the person is actually trying to communicate to yeah, you. That's really their right. emotions, their feelings. Yeah. Okay. And we ha- and it's not right to, to negate their emotions or feelings. They they have a right to have those. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's all they are. And and when we let them own those feelings and emotions, they kind of dissipate over time. Yeah. Right. We you know so we don't put as much right. value on them. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. Um, one of the examples of setting boundaries could be telling your boss, no, I cannot work overtime for the whole week. Okay, how about two days per week? Mm-hmm. That's negotiation. negotiation. Yeah, okay? that's great. Right, okay. It's, it's, the same could apply to be, to, to, uh, up, the same could be applied to your romantic relationship as well. An example of emotional boundaries in a relationship could be saying, hey, I don't feel comfortable. This, this is so... Uh, this is, I'm going to tell you, this is pathetic to even happen in a relationship, right? I don't feel comfortable sharing passwords of my social media accounts. I think that it is a violation of my private privacy. Instead of saying something aggressive like, why the hell would you want to know my passwords? Do you not trust me? Right? It might feel like a, like a violation of your privacy. I can understand that. But if, if you have nothing to hide... And you're right. you're trying to build safe boundaries within your and relationship trust, and, and trust, trust, right? Yeah, because you know who knows what happened before. Who knows, right? right? Then share them with them. Kathy knows all my passwords. Yeah, right. I have nothing to hide. Okay, and it keeps me accountable because if I, I, I am a man, and, you know, if I get this crazy thought in my head, I want to click on this link. It's like, no, I can't do that because right. Kathy will find out. And I don't want, I don't, I've worked too hard to build Kathy's trust in me again. Yeah, that's so good. It's like, don't be afraid. Just, you guys are, a, it's a partnership. It's like you're a husband and a wife. We've been married for 39, 39 years. Right. And it's not because I've been hiding stuff from her. Right. I did that for too and long and it didn't We work. had a period of that time, but that was where a lot of damage took place. So we talk about negotiation and dialogue, but there's also it's okay to set non-negotiable deal breakers yes, yes. boundaries. Now that might seem like, oh my God, I cannot do that. But what's important is that you both decide on the boundaries that cannot be negotiated. This is, you know, you might have one person, one person in the relationship might have their non-negotiables. The other person has their non-negotiables. You come together and sit down and you, you set those non-negotiable boundaries and some that 
you might set, these are just some examples, is I expect you not to ever hit me. Now, that goes both ways. Goes both ways, but yeah. who would have ever thought to say that? You go into a relationship, you never know what it's going to turn into. But how important is that to say at the beginning of a relationship? I expect you to uh, respect my time with friends. I mean, that is important. We each have to have our me time, our quiet time, our right. away time. Right. Um, I never want us to go to bed mad. That is one thing that you and I have really focused on. Right. Um, I don't, there has never been a time that Randy or myself has slept out on the couch because we were mad at each other. Now, there were times because for medical reasons or me over here snoring like crazy when <laughs> he went out you, to the you couch. Said it, I did. I did. I, 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 I told I on myself. Okay. But I mean, we, she, she's cutting down redwood trees when she snores. <laughs> They're big ones too. They're hundreds <laughs> of years old. <laughs> Um, but I, we never went to bed mad no. and that's something that is a non-negotiable for us. Um, my partner shouldn't watch child pornography. I mean, or any pornography, any pornography is that no, as far as that child, goes, any pornography. that is something that's a, a non-negotiable deal breaker. Um, I expect my partner to be loyal to me and not cheat on me. You know what? I never said that going into my marriage. Knowing what I know now, I would want to say that because I have been hurt by Randy cheating on me. I have overcome that. We have right. mended that area of our life. But that's okay to set that non-negotiable in a relationship. That hurts. It does hurt. I know. Yeah, but it, it, it still yeah. hurts. It hurts, yeah. it hurts you. It hurts me. Yeah. But the, the fact that we have been able to heal from that, even though we right. have these little episodes that might come up, it's important. Right. And we're being vulnerable right now. The fact that we can both say we've been hurt yeah. by that episode, by yeah, that situation. Absolutely. Can't tolerate my um, partner from lying to me. Oh. oh, you know what? There was times where we were both very oh. secretive in our relationship. You can tell on yourself on one. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> one that I, I, I use this example all the time. I was sitting having coffee with a bunch of guys from my AA meeting. We all ride, ride, we all rode motorcycles, and they wanted to go up in Palm Desert. They wanted to ride up to Julian the next day, right? And I go, yeah, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Well, I had forgotten that I told Kathy that we would go out to lunch the next day, right? I'd take her out to lunch. And so afterwards, we left, and I'm sitting in my truck. I'm going, oh, no, I can't. Uh, what am I going to do? I told Kathy I'd take her out to lunch tomorrow. I told these guys I'm going to ride. I'll just tell Kathy that something came up, and I can't take her out to lunch, and blah, 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 blah. I'm sitting in my truck going through this stuff. I'm going, boy, what, all are, out. what are you doing? Just call Kathy and explain the situation to her and see what happens. If she says, I really want to go to lunch with you tomorrow, then you're going to go to lunch with her. But I, it, it, <laughs> He was uh, trying I mean, to I, figure out how he could lie around it and, and not I, get and, caught. And the guilt, now I'm in mean, the conviction just... <laughs> Hammered these, right? Yeah. And I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I mean, and as it worked out, Kathy goes, that's okay. Go go ride with the guys tomorrow. We'll go out to lunch on Thursday. Yeah. So cool. So yeah. that's what we did. Yeah. So, you know, these non-negotiable deal breakers, you know, take some time to think about what are your non-negotiable deal breakers. We all have them. These are just some examples of some. Um, but if you are in a relationship and if these boundaries are being violated and these are some of your deal breakers, you may want to reconsider that relationship because if a relationship lacks boundaries that affects the well-being of yourself or the well-being of your partner that's a toxic relationship yes. and that's not a relationship that anybody should no. be in um, and sometimes you know unfortunately we grow up with toxic families so we learn that that toxic relationships are normal 
They don't have to be your normal today. You have a choice to change the environment in which you may have grown up in. So it's really, really going to be important that you evaluate what your non-negotiable deal breaker boundaries are. Right. You share them with your significant other, whether it's a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, your children. Bring your children um, into it. When bring you your kids into it when they're old enough. Old enough. Yep. Uh, you know, there are so many aspects of setting those non-negotiables in your yeah, life. And exactly. they're so, so important in order to create um, peace and calm within the relationship. What else do you got here? Well, this is a this is really critical. Ooh, yeah. Uh, be careful about who you rant to. Now, <clears throat> with all of our couples, our marriage group, even with our, the single people that we work with, you got to be very, very careful who you talk to. If, in marriage groups, the worst people you can go to outside, don't, let me put it this way, the only people you should be ranting to, to be honest with you, is the marriage counselors or coaches, right, or mentors. That's it. Now, you might have a real close girlfriend outside that is very healthy and strong, that you are, or boyfriend, whatever, but you want to avoid people that are going to pat you on the back and say, hey, that's what I got. Mm-hmm. Because they'll just validate your thoughts. They're just going to validate your thoughts. And, and, and then and that gives feet. you more more fire to Exa- throw. Exactly. <laughs> the worst darts. people, though, is to go to family. Yeah. That will destroy a relationship faster than a forest fire going through a dry dry forest. Okay. you you got to be very careful. Basically, what Kathy and I, when we work with people, it's pretty much, if you're going to work with us, work with us. If you're going to go to your friends and families after you talk to us and get other advice, and don't waste your time and don't waste our time. Right. Okay, because we're giving you solid, solid, you know, advice as as you're asking for. Right. It's not. It's not. Um. It's not unsolicited advice. This is you. You got us for a reason. Right. And so it's very careful. Be very careful who you talk with. And and I uh, and. God bless pastors, but oftentimes they're the worst ones to talk to, right? Because they just, number one, they're not trained in it, okay? They're not familiar with it. They're not familiar with it. Um, And too often, they'll just say, pray more and read these scriptures. Now, listen to me. Don't be walking away from this thing going, he said not to pray and not to read scripture. That's not what I'm saying. It's very important. Prayer and scripture are very important in any kind of healing. Right. But it's much more than that. Right. Because we have to get to some issues that people don't direct, don't necessarily know how to get to to help you heal. Mm-hmm. Right? So we, you, you got to be very, very careful. I mean, I think this is probably one of the biggest boundaries that can be set. Yeah. Right. We can't stress this enough because the last thing you want to do. I, I mean, I, I've seen it with especially guys that are struggling with addiction or abuse and stuff, and they go to somebody else that just pats them on the back. Yeah, you know. But yeah, your behaviors can never change when you've got somebody that's validating that. Right. And, and the one right. thing, too, that I'll just add to that, you know, where you mentioned do not go to your family, is that if I went to, for example, my mom and complained about Randy – um, and what was going on in our relationship, now she's got a tainted image of who he is. Now, that doesn't mean that his behavior is who he is. That's something he's going through. That's something we're going through. But now I've 
gone and complained to my mom. So now she doesn't see our relationship as value. She de- she sees Randy in a different set of eyes. Right. And so you never want the people that you're going to be doing life with, your closest family members or, or, or friends as far as that goes, to have a tainted version of who they are because of something they're going through. Right. It doesn't mean that that's who they are. It just means we're in a situation, we're in a season of struggles. And that season of struggles does not constitute who they are. No. It's just a it, season. It, and, you know, as, as, as coaches, we want to know what's going on with, in the relationship. We want, if you're going to rant, rant to us, say, this happened mm-hmm. over here, blah, 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 blah. And as we go with you, we're going to say, okay, was your side of the street clean? Tell us about your side of the street. What right. about that part of it? Okay. I'm not, I, we're not um, condoning what was done by any means. We're not condoning that behavior. And it, what, what happens is that when it's a man, I'll work with that man on, on, on the behavior. And Kathy will work with a mm-hmm. woman on that thing. Okay. So it's like, that's what we're here for. Because right. we don't know the whole truth. And oftentimes we've had phone calls from our from our, our, our spouses that we're working with, and then we'll immediately get them to come to that for for a session. You guys got to come in. We got to figure this out. Yeah. Now we're hearing both sides of the story. Yeah. Uh, now we can and really it's, help. Yeah. We it, can it, put the we can put the work into it. So right. yeah, making sure that you are uh, talking to the right people that are going to benefit the relationship and benefit that boundary right. that you're setting. Exactly. Um, another one is standing up for yourself. Um, you know, with no self-respect, it's very hard to stand up for yourself. So it's very important that these boundaries, that you let your um, partner know that crossing the boundaries invade your sleep time or your me time that that you need for introspect. So basically, when you have to let them know what you're standing up for, you're standing up for yourself. If I need sleep time, let him know I need sleep time. We mentioned last last week. Right. If I need to take a nap, I'm going to let him know because I'm standing up for myself. It's not like I'm just disappearing and he's thinking, what's going on? And it's creating a, a problem. Um, that's me time. And so if you need me time, stand up for it and let the other let your other person know. And what that does also is it makes our relationship better because mm-hmm. she needs some me time. So she needs to go do whatever she needs to do. I, she's given me all the me time in the world, our entire relationship, right? And then when we come back together, it's like we're, we're, we're with each other because mm-hmm. we're not thinking, I, I can't do this, I can't do that. No, we each get our, our own time. Therefore, right. when we're together, it's a lot better. And I think some people are afraid to take me time out of fear of losing that other person. Right. Um, you know, they they might be, this is going to be a, a kind of a wild example, but maybe they're good in bed, but they treat them poorly. That's not healthy. That's not That's healthy, not at, healthy all. at all. No. You know, maybe no. they buy them nice things, but emotionally they're draining them. I, I can tell you this, mm. that our, our sexual relationship, our love life in the bed, right, is, is better than it's ever been in our 39 years of marriage because of all these things we're talking to right. you about. Because we have come closer together. We've given each other the respect and time that they need. It's, it's not and allowed about, each other to stand up for themselves. Exactly. You know? Right. And yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of different, whatever you want to do with sex, but it is the, the intimacy that we experience is far better than right. it has ever been because of these boundaries and the, 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 the road that we're walking. Yeah. And that kind of leads into the, the, the next one too, is about mutual respect. Um, 
what can you share about mutual respect? I nothing. mean, we've nothing. <laughs> we have learned to have mutual respect for each other. It wasn't always easy because there were a lot of walls that were built up, especially around me right. around you had your own walls. Right. So it was hard to let each other in and have that mutual right. respect because we were both hurting in different ways. And, and this really ties right in with stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, the mutual respect um, when it comes to the, the last subject they're talking about, when it comes to, to sex in bed. I mean, man, I tell you what, there's some, some stuff that people do that, you know, maybe, maybe the wife isn't so into it, but she's just doing it because she, she's just going to be rejected, you know? So it, we have to, have, I have so much respect for Kathy and her body, right? And it, I've had to work on it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I've had to work on it. Matter of fact, I, <laughs> I can't believe this, but a therapist, when we first started working on this 17 years ago, said I was sexually abusing my wife. What do you mean I'm sexually abusing my wife? We're mutually consenting to sex. But it was in the ways that we were doing things that she wasn't, she never she never expressed them to me until later that she wasn't. Because I wasn't setting boundaries. Because she wasn't setting boundaries, <laughs> right. right? So, you know, we have to have mutual respect for each other. Another thing, this is a, I can't believe I ever said this. And we used to get in little spats and I said, you know what? You got a desk job. You sit behind a desk all day long and do escrows. Try sitting behind my desk and my chair, you know, working with millions of dollars, all these separate contracts, 80 employees, all this. Don't tell me about your job being stressful. That's not mutual respect. Right. I can remember I sat in her office one day once I got in recovery. And it's like, this woman is extremely intelligent. I was blown away by the way she handles people, the knowledge she has in the escrow field is not, I mean, I, you know, it's like, there's so much knowledge and so much information she has in her head about this stuff. It's like, how can I ever say anything like yeah. that to her? You know? So I wasn't giving her the mutual respect that she deserved. You know, another thing too that we, it, that comes to mind with mutual respect is making decisions together. Yeah. Um, I can't yeah. make decisions yeah. for Randy and he can't make right. decisions for me. So in order for us to be able to make healthy decisions for our yes. marriage, we have to do it together mutually. Right. And, um, you know, it, if we aren't able to do come together and doing that, we're not protecting our own boundaries that we've set, that we fall back right. on. Um, and so I think it's really important to have that boundary that when we are going to do something. Maybe it's going to be a purchase a car or um, plan a weekend getaway or, you know, it could be big things. It could be little things. We have to mutually respect each other in doing that. Now, it doesn't mean you can't go out and surprise your spouse or surprise them. But when you're making big decisions in life that affect both of you, we have to have respect for each other. Yeah. And sometimes I may not like what he wants to do. And we've been in that place, but we have to, again, it's back to negotiate healthy negotiation right. um, in, in those boundaries. Well, and the other thing, too, on that is like, Kathy, you need to do this. I don't know what she needs, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. What, I need one thing. What she needs might be something completely different. I have no right to tell her how she feels. I have no right to tell her what she needs, right? There's different ways that I can approach that that um, will, will, will go a lot further than you need to just quit doing this. Mm -hmm. And I, if you, and you yeah, the finger pointing, because you're doing this, you're making me do that. Well, nobody's got that kind of power. Yeah. Right? So we can't tell our partners what they need. 
and how they should feel. That's just flat right. wrong. But be be aware that if mutual respect is missing right. and you can't right. fix that, you need to kind of reconsider the relationship you're Absolutely. in because Absolutely. it's it's not always going to be um, a healthy place to be. And if you don't nip that early on in the relationship, it will continue and carry right. on. All these boundaries will. So right. it's really really important. And again, realizing that we didn't always have these boundaries taught to us. We were they weren't. Um, there were no examples of boundaries right. in many of our homes. So you may start a relationship without them, much like we did. Right. Um, and as time has gone on, we've learned more about boundaries and respecting those boundaries with each other. In this attitude, it's just who I am. I can't change. It's yeah. got to go. Yeah. It's not who you are. A lot of you people. You might think it is, but yeah. you can change. We changed. You can change, definitely. You don't want to change, maybe, but you, you know. Yeah. Sure. And then the last thing we want to say, uh, talk about, this is going to be one of our last episodes, too, is learn to say no in a polite but direct way. Um, setting boundaries in a healthy way, a polite way, asserting yourself is going to be key for that boundary to stick. And like I said before, boundaries are for yourself. They're not for anybody else. So one of the crossing boundaries examples would be our mothers overworking themselves. I grew up in a home where my mom overworked herself. So naturally, that's what I thought I was I would do. You never did. Well, mm-hmm. I felt like I did. I felt like I overworked myself, not away from the home, but I overworked myself by working my job, by coming home and being a mom, by coming home and coaching my daughter's softball. I, you know, I just got to the point where I was doing so much for everything that I lost myself. And so I didn't learn to say no early on. I can do right, that right, today. Right. Um, but it's almost, we become martyrs or superheroes in our home. And We've sacrificed our own needs at that. So yeah. I just I say that to the moms out there is with your kids, it's okay to say no. We're teaching our kids how to say no. We're teaching our kids how to, to set boundaries right. as well. We don't have to be that martyr. We don't have to be that person in the relationship that gets lost. That's for the moms out there. Um, but being able to say no in a healthy way in your work environment, your uh, your relationships, friendships, kids, it's all very, very critical because, again, that boundary protects you. Without that no, sometimes resentments get built and guilt gets built. And those are ugly rabbit holes to to fall through. So um, I know we have – do you have anything to add to that before we go to our final key points? No, I think just learn how to say no. I mean, you know, no no is a complete sentence, and it's okay to say no. If you're saying no, or if you're saying yes when you mean no, yeah. you're lying. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to whoever you're talking to. And if you're if you're a, a person that believes in God and a Christian, you're lying to God. Yeah. Okay. So be truthful with yourself. First. Stand it first. You yeah. know because that will reflect everything else that goes on in your life. It's important to be truthful. Yeah. Right? So. So what are some of those key pointers? That some of the key can... pointers that we're going to take away from this is one. Is communicate your needs and free yourself of misplaced guilt. There's no reason to feel guilty when you set a boundary for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you from experience, you will feel guilty mm-hmm. when you start. Okay. It's like but all it this. Doesn't stay. But it doesn't stay. You just keep doing it and it just kind of goes away. You learn how to do it with much more love and much more class for people. People almost like, they don't even know you're telling them no. It feels edgy at first, but yeah, that, those yeah. edges smooth out. Because it's a new behavior. Yeah, right, definitely. Right. 
Um, the other one I love is respect and value yourself enough to put yourself first. Um, that sometimes can be hard to do, but there are times when a boundary is necessary because you respect yourself enough to set that boundary. And then walk away if someone violates a deal breaker. Mm, this is really critical. You know, in, 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 a, in a relationship, in a marriage, if your partner's smacking you around a little bit, I can understand, well, you know what, he's been such a loving guy and he's never done this before. You know, I don't really want to walk away from him. Then my suggestion would be is that he is commits to getting help. Set another boundary on Set top of that. Set another boundary on top of that. That yeah. hey, only reason I'm staying, the only way I'm going to stay with you, it be him or her, either way, is if you get help for these issues that right. you're dealing and with. Right. And you do, and that's what we're here for. That's you know, that's we're here reason. to help exactly. help people in those relationships. Um, you know, because just because something happens doesn't mean you have to cut it off. If both parties are willing to get the help they right. need to help heal those areas of their life and those areas of areas of their marriage. But that that making that deal is non-negotiable. That's a non-negotiable. Period. Yeah. Not in a con you don't get help, then I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, and then the last one is me time is precious and so is holding space for yourself. Um, it is so important to take that time. I didn't know that early on in our marriage. Um, how I started out with really simple things, it would be a Sunday night. This is way before recovery even. But on a Sunday night, I would say, okay, guys, I'm going to go take a bath. Nobody come in the bedroom. This right. is when our kids were younger. Well, I didn't realize I was actually setting a boundary for that me time. Right. But as I did that, once I was able to, because I always thought, God, why can't I just escape? And when I finally started saying, okay, I'm going to go take a bath. I would put the water on, put the candles in, get a book or listen to music. And that time allowed me to reflect and to really see who I was in my relationships with my kids and with my husband. And so it, that me time is so valuable. And I am so grateful. Yeah. Like right now, I feel like I'm going to go get my toes done pretty soon, or I might run to Walmart or, you know, and I'm okay with, saying I want to do that right. and I'm not tiptoeing around it. So um, anything else you want to add to that? Um, no, I think that covers it all. I think and... that the final thing that we just want to kind of say is that if you're unsure about how to implement some of these boundaries, reach out. Um, that's what we're here for. As life coaches, we can walk you through that. We can help you heal some of those areas of your life. The, the web page is right here on yep, the screen. Change Your Life Story Now. Um, feel free to reach out to us uh, through there or if you have access to us through. Um, well, in fact, what's our call to action? This well, morning? yeah, we have a great call to action. Yeah. So this is a perfect uh, thing for you. If you are struggling on how to implement these emotional boundaries in your life, our call to action this month is for a 30-minute free consultation. All you have to do is go to changeyourlifestorynow.com. Sign up for your free 30-minute consultation. We have 30 minutes with you, no charge, no obligation to get you started. And we are putting that out there. So don't be afraid. It's, it's a time. You are important. Your, your boundaries are important. Your relationships are important. Make yourself a priority yes. and sign up for that free 30-minute consultation. Right. Um, also, we're excited to, to launch a e-newsletter coming January 2023. So if you are wanting to be on our list, our email list, please send us a message um, with your email address, your name, and your email address. And we will be sending out a monthly e-newsletter on different topics that are related to 
what we are going to be sharing for that month. Um, also, just want to remind you, please follow us on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook. If you haven't already, Change Your Life Story Now can be found there. Go ahead and like our page, share our page. You never know when you're sharing something with somebody, whether it's a family member or a friend, um, or you're just resharing something we've posted, you don't know who you're reaching. Right. And that person may just need the help that they have been looking for. That's that's how it works anyways. Um, and then our final thing that I'd like to share is the Courageous Healers Foundation um, is our nonprofit foundation where we help men, women, and children uh, heal and deal through the scars of their um, trauma in heal their life. And heal and work. Heal and work through the trauma right, right. of their life. Um, we are nonprofit, so all funds that come through are, are by donations. Um, you can set yourself up on a one-time donation, a monthly donation. If you go through Change Your Life Story Now, there will be a link to the website. Remember, your donation helps those that have nothing, that have little to nothing, that still need help with healing through the things that they have dealt with in right. their life. So, um, again, you're helping those in need, and that's being of service to you know who God has called you to be. So I just encourage you to reach out so that you can help others. And then you wanted to share about your books? Yeah, and then we got the, my book, Healing the Wounded Child Within, which is available on Amazon and paperback, Kindle, and Audible. And it's also available in a Spanish version um, that was just released about a month ago. Um, by the Andale! <laughs> but thanks to the grace of, of a couple people, somebody actually stepped up and translated it for me at no cost. Yeah. And then the people that edited it and formatted it and got it ready to go on, on uh, Amazon did it at a very minimal cost. I was very pleased. I'm grateful to those people. Mm -hmm. um, so it's available on Amazon and paperback and uh, Kindle. Kindle, Kindle, right? <laughs> And then my my 30-day devotional to wholeness, which is a great devotional. Uh, you can do it by yourself, but we had our couples do it. And you can do it with, with your wife, your spouse, your girlfriend. There's three boyfriend. Kinds of boyfriend, girlfriend. Whatever. Yeah, sorry, husband, whatever. Yeah, Significant you know. other. Significant other, right. Um, there's three contemplative questions at the end of every devotional that really um, – Will, will help you in some growth there. And then my seven-day challenge workbook, which is a very simple workbook, seven different days of doing something to help you grow. Yeah. So lots all of, available on Amazon. Lots of good and, stuff. And I've been challenged here, and I've been thinking about the last three days is to write a book, another book. Um, I've been given two different challenges, one on, on, on part of the, you know, uh, it, an extension of my first book, but the other one that I'm really looking at is my ride across America. Um, we, we, we encountered a lot of different stuff on that trip. So I'm, I'm digging into it and I'm thinking about it. I'm praying about it. I'm looking into different things. So hopefully that'll come out. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So pray with us, keep us in prayer, keep the foundation in prayer, keep Randy's uh, mind in prayer that you know god we got a will, lot going on we yeah. got a lot going on so um thank you guys again for listening yeah thank you and remember if nobody tells you they love you today kathy does i do yeah what about me randy does more importantly god, god does. does be blessed everybody have a great week and remember we love you have a good one bye, bye. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd.
we will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. Thank you.